Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Welcome to the Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Posick. Um, I am super excited because we are actually pre-recording um, this episode with uh, my friend Liz M. Lopez, and I'm going to give her um, her little bio in just a minute. Um, but So I'm pre-recording because next week, when this is actually going to air, I am going to be flying to San Diego. So I'm flying to San Diego for uh, Amy Porterfield's event. I think it's uh, Entrepreneur Experience, which I've talked about Amy plenty of times already on the show, but she's somebody that I started following back when my business was first starting out, and I'm so excited to go to the event. And so I know that when I get back, that um, one of my next shows after I'm back from San Diego will be a little bit more information all about what I learned while I was there. So I cannot wait for that. All right. So let me introduce you to my friend Liz. So Liz M. Lopez is a valued career and business coach, best-selling author, and celebrated speaker who ignites audiences by showing them their own potential and creating a clear path to accomplishing their true objectives. After an award-winning 15-year corporate career, Liz launched her own company, Captivate Your Audience, in 2007. So good long time there. Since then, she's worked with thousands of professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate groups to identify goals, set the right mindset, build practical systems, and practice fierce accountability to achieve unprecedented success in careers and business. In 2014, Liz co-founded the Keystone Mastermind Alliance with Tracy Thompson, an organization that's breaking barriers in mastermind-based networking for small businesses. Welcome, Liz. Thank you, Jen. It's wonderful to be here with you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited because you are officially my first guest, even though technically this will air after my show with Amanda tomorrow that will be live. But so thank you so much. I'm so excited. Um, So I met you through your Keystone Mastermind Alliance, which I've been a member of for like a year now, which is crazy. Um, But I know you do so much stuff. And can you talk a little bit about what all you do? Maybe start with how you work with corporate clients and also entrepreneurs. Sure. And thank you. It's it's really a, a pleasure to be doing this with you. So my yeah. my individual company that I started back in 2007 called Captivate Your Audience has basically two branches to it. On one side, I'm working with corporate professionals who are either in transition or are looking to elevate their careers. So I may be coaching them through switching jobs or just growing and, and becoming more successful within their existing role. So it's a lot of career coaching. And for those professionals and leaders that are in transition, it also involves helping them develop really powerful resumes, cover letters, mm-hmm. LinkedIn profiles, but also a lot of interview preparation so that they become confident and eloquent in expressing their highest value to future future opportunities. 
Nice. And um, that kind of leads us in just a little bit about the funnel that you created from when we were working together. So can we talk about that for just a little bit? Sure. Yeah, we'll circle back to business later, but it, it just yeah, follow that train of thought. The, yeah. So the resume design that I, that I do is a specialized type of, of design called evidence-based resumes. And when you've been doing this for almost 13 years, you've seen a lot of resumes. And, and you pick out some of the, the habits that people have or some of the strategies that they're trying to use that are not to their greatest advantage. So I created a report that talks about the top five resume mistakes and then through a lot of the learning that I did with you in terms of your program with Facebook ads and sales funnels, what the first thing that I did was learn how to use lead pages, put together a lead page uh, that then had this free article available and invited whoever felt they needed that knowledge to, to download that. But I wasn't ready yet to start doing ads so what I did was just post it organically throughout social media and got quite a bit of response simply out of just putting it in, in the right places, especially on LinkedIn. That's where I got my biggest, biggest results. And even though this post that I did is now months old, people still find it, still like it, and are still clicking through. That's so awesome. And didn't you also get some people like – uh, reaching out to work with you from it as well? Yeah, I had a few people. So one of the services that I provide is called a resume review, which is uh, just being able to share insights with people in terms of what's working and not working on their resume. So I had some opportunities from that. Uh, and then, you know, later on when we did move into ads, there were some, some different types of results from that, which we can, I'm sure, we'll yeah. cover, cover in a bit. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. But I feel like you are such an amazing example of somebody that did exactly what should be done, which is testing it organically before you start running ads. Because the thing is, like, Facebook ads aren't going to fix a funnel or an opt-in or a lead magnet that nobody wants. Like, if that's not working and people aren't taking you up on that, like, your Facebook ads are just going to be giving your money away to Facebook. And so I feel like it's so important and I think that so often that that gets forgotten about and people just kind of think like, oh, well, I'm running ads, so I don't need to do the organic side of things. And I think that that's really just not true. The organic side of things helps you to test it and see if it is viable for ads and it also supports the ads so that people are just seeing you that much more and that much more like everywhere. And so I know like because you joined me with my list building ads lab, um, which I offer as a group coding, which is what you did. I also have it as like a self-study for people to go through. And I think I actually put a link to that in the show notes, um, but you can learn more about it if you go to jenpasick.com slash ads lab SS. Um, but in it, we really talk so much about creating your lead magnet, which is something that you're giving of value for free in exchange for somebody's information, and um, and then talking about all the steps that are needed through that. Because I know you mentioned lead pages, which I'm a big fan of. Um, 
I just feel like they make it so simple to create really pretty landing pages that are going to convert for you. So I love it. Um, can you tell us some resume tips? Like what are some things I, that I people really. usually mess up with? Yeah. I will, but I first want to share something with you because I think it's important. You mentioned about lead pages being really, really simple to use, and I wanted to just affirm that, that the experience of, of – some people are so scared of, of doing any kind of lead page, but the experience of it was, was really rather smooth. Um, the only part that was a little complex was the pixel, the Facebook pixel, which does the tracking. And so I'm oh really gosh. glad that you have a course coming up specific to that. I do. Because I think that's where a lot of people get hung up. Yeah, it's so true. And I know a lot of people don't actually know what a Facebook pixel is. It's just a little piece of code that helps track where somebody is landing on a website. And in order to run Facebook and Instagram ads that are going to be the most effective, um, you really have to have your Facebook pixels placed. But I know it can be very confusing. Um, I'm, I don't consider myself a techie person, and it's probably one of the most techie things that I have had to learn when it comes to Facebook ads. But so that's exactly why, because I get so many questions about it, and it's so easy to just, like, mess it up. Um, so, yeah, my next workshop, um, it's going to be at the end of October, and it's going to be all things Facebook pixels. So what they are, why they're necessary to run really quality Facebook ads, and how to place them. So we're going to really be going into detail with that where it's like a workshop, not just a, like let me show you slides, but like let's actually go in and get everybody who joins me to get their pixels placed. So that's also in the show notes, but you can find it at jenposick.com slash workshop. Um, yeah. So thank you. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Um, okay, so yeah, we were talking a little bit about resumes, which I know I had you recently update my resume because the only time I'd ever created a resume was um, when I was 20 and had just graduated college, and then I got my job teaching, and I never updated it again, <laughs> so it was a little outdated. <laughs> and they've um, evolved so much. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I had I just didn't even know. What one are some ways things, that you're in the resume? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. One one of the one of the things we like to say in the resume industry is like resumes are like cars. Every year there's a different model. So if you're still using a resume, just building on it from fifteen, ten years ago, that's one of the things to avoid. It becomes so tempting to just open up your old resume, add your new job, tweak a few things, and think that it's done. Well, what's happened is that you're using a style that, A, people are going to be able to tell exactly what year that was created, uh, and you're not going to have the right format for the, the type of software that's used to scan resumes today, and you're also not really going to have very powerful keywords. Chances are your content was created at a time that, you don't you would you would mostly put in just the duties of the job whereas today it's really about the your personal achievements your resume should never have information that could describe somebody else it should be that personalized huh and then when you say um keywords what do you mean by that 
So depending on the type of role that you're looking for, if you look at a job description, they're going to call out certain things that they're looking for. You know, so let's say if you're going to be in a marketing job, they may be looking at you to understand how to, you know, calculate campaign, how to make create campaigns, how to do, um, you know, response rates, how to track different target markets, client segmentation. So there are there are words that are used within that role and within that industry that you want to make sure are reflected in your resume. And you even want to go back to past roles and see where you have an opportunity to align it to what you're looking to do in the future. So, okay, this might be a silly question, but how do you even know, like, what those keywords are to, like, put into it? Is it just something that you know because you've been doing it for so long? Well, in, in, you know, 13 years of doing this, I've done every single resume for just about every um, type of ability right. there is. But I also do a lot of research. So I'll take a look okay. at different, um, you know, different postings. I'll research what, what my client is looking to do so that I know that the content that we're developing is true to their history, accurate in representing them powerfully, but also aligned to the language that the employers are using to recruit someone like my client. Okay, nice. Which is why it's so helpful to actually hire someone like you to create a resume instead of trying to do it yourself and trying to do all the research and feeling a little crazy about all of it. Um, people okay. tell my clients to me all the time. Sorry, say that again? That it's, it's, my clients tell me all the time that it's agonizing for them to do it on their own and that it was so worthwhile to have someone with an outside perspective build that content for them. Yeah, I absolutely believe it. Um, okay, so I know that we're going to break in just a second, but I also know that you have a um, you have your lead magnet, your guide for the top resume mistakes, um, and I believe that that is in the show notes as well. Um, can you tell us the link for that real quick, and then we'll head to break? Uh, sure. It is lizmlopez.lpages.co slash top resume mistakes. And awesome. we definitely probably want to put that in the show notes because yep. it's a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> it definitely is. Well, it'll be in the show notes for you, and then we'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. 
Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back uh, to the Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Tosic. So before the break, we were talking with my guest, career and business coach, Liz M. Lopez, um, about some resume mistakes and also the uh, top resume mistakes guide that she created um, while we were working together through my list building ads lab. And so I know that you were saying how you really weren't ready to run ads for it, but you got everything with your funnel created. You started running it organically, but eventually you did decide to run ads. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I was very wise and took advantage of your one-on-one coaching opportunity uh, just to help me get through that initial setup. Uh, I know some folks are just so fantastic at, at kind of looking at all this stuff and putting it together, but I, I wanted to make sure I was clicking the right buttons at the right time. So I was able to to put together a, com- a campaign um, through Facebook and then ended up doing two side-by-side campaigns testing two different uh, images. And both campaigns oh, yeah. were enormously successful. Yeah, you had such a good ad cost to both of them. They were pretty similar, weren't they? Yes. One was just over $2 and one got as low as $1.61. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. So I will say if you're running ads that are to grow your email list to some type of a lead magnet, I used to always say that a good ad cost is between like $1 and $3. That's what you're always aiming for. But as Facebook has become more popular to advertise on as it's gotten busier, ad costs have been going up. And so I now will say, depending on your niche and all those other factors, really between like $1 and $5 is still considered good. But I will tell you, I was just talking to a friend um, just the other day who she uh, works with a few other companies, um, one who's like a entrepreneur who spends a good amount in Facebook ads, but she considers um, a good ad cost to be between 7 and $8 a person. So like to be less than $2 a person, it's like killing it. It's amazing. Oh, I love it. And it okay. was really exciting too. Facebook provides a lot of, you know, so that great dashboard. So every single day you're going in there and you're checking, you're like, where, you know, how many did I get? And I mean, it, right? it was really, really fun to do. Yay. I'm so glad. I think some people see the dashboard, the ads manager platform, and get a little bit overwhelmed. But really, when you're in there, as long as you're focusing on what are, like, the actual results that you want to get, um, which I will just look at if I'm running ads to grow an email list, I'll really just focus on, okay, how many people are joining the email list and what's the cost 
per per lead because those are the only factors that really make that big difference. And I agree. It, I think like I nerd out over this stuff and I think it's super fun <laughs> to see how it's doing and how you can make it better. And I think testing is always important with Facebook and Instagram ads. And so when you can look and see, okay, which one is doing better and how can I make it perform even better? I think that's just awesome. So, yeah, awesome. Um, And then I know that you had mentioned how you had taken me up on my one-on-one coaching, which I'm so glad that you mentioned that because – I honestly, I think right now that's probably one of my favorite things to do. I really love working with my one-on-one coaching clients. It's just like so fun. And I think one of the best things is doing exactly what we did, where it's creating the ads and then seeing how good we can make them. Yeah. All right. So I know that you were talking a bit about resumes, which also leads us to LinkedIn. And so I think actually the first time that I um, met you, you were presenting at a networking group about LinkedIn. And so can you talk a little bit about LinkedIn and what you do with it and how you help people? Sure. You know, I'm remembering that now. Yeah, that was that, that was the day we met. Yeah. Back in 2009, um, you know, social media and social platforms, I should say, were becoming so popular to to marketers, to business owners and to marketers, and they were really kind of getting on board with this idea of this kind of digital and social marketing. And while many people were gravitating to Facebook, I found myself very much aligned to, to LinkedIn. It made a lot of sense for my business model as, as a career and a business coach, um, but it also was really where I found my most ideal clients. Well, huh. when I started having you know more success with this, people started to ask, like, you know, you you seem to be booking clients. Where are you getting these clients from? And when I would talk about that they came from LinkedIn, they asked me to please teach a class. My corporate background um, crossed over into training and development, so I was very comfortable speaking in front of the class, very comfortable putting, you know, courses together. So in 2010, I, t- I taught my first wor- LinkedIn workshop. It's been that long. Oh my gosh! But what I do, huh. yeah, that's what a long I time. Do is different, it's very much so. And what I do is different. I, I, it's not so much about, you know, which button to click. It's the strategy behind how do you engage your audience? How do you use it to a present a powerful story about who you are and how you serve others? And then how do you engage them? How do you use this platform to find the right people, attract the right people, and then build relationships? Can you tell a little bit about how you do that? Because I'll be honest, like, so Facebook is my jam. Instagram, I enjoy a lot. LinkedIn has, like, never been my platform. And I just get very confused about, like, how do I even do it anything on it effectively are you like posting on it regularly or is it really more about your profile or it all starts with the profile there's nothing on linkedin that's going to be effective if you don't have a fully completed and very strategically completed profile 
And I hear it from people all the time. Oh, I spent some time on LinkedIn. I didn't really work out. They don't go look at their at their profile, and it's bare bones. Like they never really put the time into into filling out their profile. So that's the baseline. It really has to be robust, and it really has to be engaging. From there, um, then you do want to participate. You want to have, just like on Facebook, you want to be able to curate content, provide content, engage with others. Um, Groups is a whole other strategy. But it really is the connecting and the talking to your connections that really maximizes your opportunity on LinkedIn. Now, there are some bad behaviors on LinkedIn. Your listeners are probably <laughs> going to think, oh, you know, somebody connects with me on LinkedIn, and the next thing I know, I get, you know, this whole, hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Right. There's bad behavior on any platform. Um, so you're going to have to wade through that a little bit. But when you can be the person that actually is having a genuine conversation with someone, you'll stand out. And, um, and and you'll actually be – it's a great way to find not just potential clients, but potential vendors, strategic partners, you know, places where you can go speak. The potential is just absolutely amazing. And these are people who are engaged in business. And, you know, on the client side, typically you're reaching people who who have the budget to spend. So when you're saying to engage, are you mostly saying to, like, slide into the DMs and engage in, like, private messages? Private messages? I suppose that would be a way to put it. <laughs> so <laughs> let me boil it down to this, Jen. LinkedIn is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week networking experience. And the behavior that you model there should be no different than if you purposely went to a networking meeting. So if you go to a networking meeting and stand in a corner facing the wall and never talk to anybody, you wasted your time. On LinkedIn, every time somebody connects with you, that should be a conversation. Everybody, somebody endorses you, that should be a conversation. So what I teach are all these interaction points and all these interaction strategies to turn these kind of ships passing in the night, so to speak, into more meaningful relationships. Oh, my gosh. I think that's like the best description of how to use LinkedIn that I've ever heard. So thank you for that. <laughs> I feel like just that little like tidbit can like totally change how I see LinkedIn because I do see that like with Instagram. I mean, it, you people talk about how like it's like the money is really in the DMs. It's like you people slide into your DMs and that's where the conversations happen. That's how you get to know people. And that's how like that's how stuff actually happens for your business is in indirect messages. And so I guess it makes sense that that would be the case as well for LinkedIn. I just honestly had never even thought about it that way. And I think it's so true that like there is bad behavior on LinkedIn, especially with the um especially in the in the private messages, but actually having like a genuine like conversation would make a big impact. So thank you so much, Liz. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. So we are going to head into our break, uh, um, but when we get back, um, can we talk a little bit about um, 
the work that you do with um, entrepreneurs as well as the work that you do with Lisa Nichols? Absolutely. Happy to. Awesome. All right. So we're going to go to break right now, and we'll see you in just a few. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jen Posick. You're listening to The Ads Maven. Um, so I have my guest, career and business coach, Liz M. Lopez, with me. And so we have been talking about all things resumes and LinkedIn. And Liz just gave the best description of using LinkedIn that I honestly like, that I think I've ever heard. And it makes it actually sound like a place that I would want to go and hang out. Um, all right. So Liz, I understand that you also work closely with Lisa Nichols, who's a prominent speaker and seven-time New York Times best-selling author. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Happy to. My experience with Lisa Nichols and her organization happened in uh, April of 2018. You mentioned earlier you and I uh, know each other through my mastermind network. And in that network was a gentleman who was putting together a big, um, called it a wealth summit. And his, his top speaker, you know, his headliner was going to be Lisa Nichols. Now I knew who she was because she had been a part of the secret many years ago. Uh, and I had, you know, seen her here and there. Uh, you know, she wrote a book, Chicken Soup for the Soul. She had some other bestsellers, but I wasn't Wait, a follower I'm sorry. of her. She was part of Chicken Soup for the Soul? Yeah, she That's wrote crazy. she wrote the bestseller. Yeah. She wrote Chicken Soup for the African American Soul. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I did not know that. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh that was one of her breakthrough books. And huh. So I knew she was going to be there, but I went because people I knew were speaking. So I just wanted to go support people I knew. I wanted to support my member. So I go, I take a, t a table full of my KMA members with me. We sit there. We're you know, going through the whole day. And right before she spoke, a gentleman spoke who was actually really great. He, he was a confidence coach. And I really was tempted to invest in his program. Uh, but, but before I could make a decision, Lisa Nichols comes on stage. And she begins Hi. to speak. And that's the end of everything. Like the whole room was just mesmerized. At the time, I had been feeling that I had kind of reached a plateau in my growth, and I really was looking for for a coach that could really stretch me. Yeah. I had no idea that was going to be the day, but that was the day. Um, 
So she invited some of us to come and speak to her in another room just so she could talk to us about what she had available, and I did sign up for her program. It was Mm -hmm. a brand-new program called Ignite Your Speaking and Writing, and I was the first person to ever sign up for it. That program was all about, yeah, it was all about becoming a better speaker, uh, writing, getting your book written, publishing, you know, how to tour, how to be the, the CEO of your of your coaching company, uh, and I completed the course. And when I did, when I graduated, I was invited to to retake, be in the next version of that online group. So I go to that first, you know, I log in. I'm on the first call, first Zoom call of the new group, and I hear her tell everybody that's on this call, which is now a much bigger group, that in order to really support the attendees and the participants in this that she's going to add these special speaker advocate coaches. And I thought to myself, well, that's really cool. I wonder who that's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) And the next day, I I received the the invitation to be one of the coaches in her organization. So for the past year, I have been um, training group after group, all people. These are emerging speakers. These are business leaders. These are CEOs from small companies all the way to very large organizations. And I coach all these amazing professionals in developing their speaking skills, you know, cultivating that signature speech, practicing the confidence in how they communicate, and also building their CEO skill sets. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So do you only do that type of coaching inside of her programs, or do you offer that outside of it as well? I offer that outside of it as well. So my main coaching that I do, we you know we talked a lot about the resume side, the career side. I also do business coaching. Um, mm-hmm. In both of those, that that strain, that, that theme of being able to be a strong communicator comes out in both of them. And you've you've witnessed one of the strategies that I teach within the Keystone Mastermind Alliance is you know putting together evidence statements to use for your marketing and your introductions, and that's I part have. of the learning. Yeah, that's part of the learning that I that I've been able to take from that and kind of really cultivate my own version of it and then bring it to my own audience. Nice, that's awesome, um, and. Where can somebody learn more about learn more about coaching with you? So my website is Liz at Liz I'll show me, I'm giving you the email address. So it's just LizMLopez.com. Liz middle initial M as in Marine. Yep, LizMLopez.com. Nice. And I know that um in the show notes Yep. Best way to reach me is is to email me, and I I still I'm still at this point where I I'm gonna I'm gonna reply to you directly. You're gonna get me, so email me and we will we'll chat, we'll talk about it, and we'll explore how I can champion your next level of success. Awesome, and can I ask, are there speaker mistakes that you see people doing time after time? There's a lot of different ways that people speak. Um, some of it is some of it is more effective than others. I don't know that it would necessarily be a mistake, but I will give you one. I'll give I'll give everybody a big tip. I learned this many years ago. I went through a program where they trained us to 
actually sing a song on stage with a full band. And that's a whole other life huh. experience we'll have to dedicate another time to. <laughs> but mic, mic skills is holding the mic steady. A lot of times you'll see speakers and they're not used to speaking and they they don't have a headset, they're given a yeah. mic. And when their hands move, that mic goes back and forth <laughs> and it just creates this where sometimes the voice is really loud and sometimes it's really soft. Um, so if nothing oh, else, no. are you practicing better mic skills so that no matter how well you're delivering or not, at least they can hear you. Yeah, that's a big one. And it's so funny because it's not like most of the time you, you know, speak with a mic. So it is something that you would want to practice for sure. Oh, man, it makes me think about there's this podcast that I love um, that I listen to all the time, but their mic skills are sometimes lacking and sometimes they are so loud and then I have to, like, turn it down and then other times they're, like, speaking with, like, their normal voices <laughs> and it's so quiet and then I have to turn it back up until they they get too loud again. So that makes such a big difference no matter where you're speaking, I think. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Thank you for that. Um, so I know that you have an you have a book out already, um, but you also have an upcoming book called Permission to Dominate. Um, does that have to do with kind of the coaching that you do? It does, and and it it goes across both my audiences, the business audiences, and the and the the corporate audiences, and. Although it is universal, I will tell you that I think a lot of women are going to resonate to it because it's about subtle ways in which we hold ourselves back. Little things that we have become accustomed to doing that we we, we don't even realize. You know, we, we look out at the world and we see all these different challenges and we're, you know, I have to overcome this and I have to fight against that and i got to join this hashtag but we rarely take a look inside <laughs> to see, oh, wow, I've been keeping myself from doing these things. And I'll just give you mm. an example. The first permission is permission to fail. And oh, the reason I open one. with that is because so often people are so afraid of failure that they yeah. never take steps to do anything bold in their lives. <sighs> that resonates with me a lot. <laughs> Christine says, "Say it again, please." <laughs> you know, um, a few, a few, maybe a couple years ago, there was an experiment done out in New York City where they put a big board up in Central Park, and it said "Board of Regrets," and they just left chalk, and people went and they wrote their biggest regrets, and it became a huge thing. They did a video about it, and. Although we, as humans, you know, we, there are things that we do that maybe weren't the best actions to take, we get really good about forgiving ourselves for the things that we did do. But that suitcase of regrets that gets heavier and heavier as we move on in life is mm. full of the things we did not do. That's so interesting, I but think, I guess it makes sense, too. It's so it's At funny because Go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, 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 go ahead. You know, at the end of our years and all these studies, so my, my educational background is, is I have a degree in economics and sociology, which I like to call my degree in people and their money. 
Uh, and in between this, some of the research that, I, that I've seen is that at deathbed, at the end of life, um, some people regret the most the daring things that they didn't do. And the most big, one of the biggest regrets is not having lived authentically to what they wanted to do as opposed to what society or the family wanted uh, to do. Oh, man. That's, I mean, and it's so crazy because, like, it's so true. And, like, why would somebody choose that? Like, yeah. It's so funny because when you talk about the, like, um, the permission to permission to fail, it makes me think about roller derby, which I know is like a funny place to go. But I so I used to play roller derby, and I actually so I started because there is a time in my life it might still be true, but I um if I would see something that I was like oh that's really badass I'm gonna do it. Like I had a friend who at 24 had her master's degree, and I was like that's really badass. And so I got my master's by 24 because I was like, wanted to be a badass. And so I heard that roller derby was starting and I was like, oh, that's really badass. So I decided to start playing. But it's like one of the only things that I have done that I'm like not good at. And it's because like I, I, I often will say like, I don't really do things that I'm not good at. And it's because like, I don't want to fail. Like, I don't want to fail at them. And, like, <sighs> yeah. It's a it's a big I, one. I used to be a lot like that, too. I used to be a lot like that, too. But then I realized that when when we don't do the big things, when we don't chase the big dreams, we don't allow ourselves to kind of to fall and bounce back, um, we also don't get to have adventures, you know. And we don't give ourselves the opportunity yeah. to – what if it works? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man, that's a good one. Okay, so I know that you've got your book coming out. Do you have any idea when around it will be coming out? Or is that still in the works? It looks like um, I'm, I'm anticipating it early 2020. Nice. That's exciting. Okay, so you also have another book, though, that I have. Um, that you wrote with Tracy Thompson. And um, we're coming up to the break. Um, but uh, if we can talk about that as soon as we're back from the break, will that work for you, Liz? Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to. It has a sassy title, so it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, wait. Tracy isn't here, so you're going to have to actually say the whole title on your own. I, I am. Um, <laughs> all right. So we were, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in just a minute. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back to The Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Posick, and joining me today is my friend, career and business coach, Liz M. Lopez. And before the break, we were talking about her upcoming book called Permission to Dominate and the first permission, Permission to Fail, which, whew, such a big one. Um, all right, so now we're going to talk a little bit about, because um, she already has a book that's out, um, and I, I, I'm going to let Liz give you the title of it. Um, but so, Liz, can you talk about a little bit about the book that that you have out already? Yes. So our our book that I wrote with Tracy Thompson is called "Suck It Up Buttercup: Ten Tough Love Strategies to Get You Off Your Butt and Making Money." And we're <laughs> about to come up to the one year release of the book. Oh wow. That's awesome. And so, what is, can you tell me a little bit about what Stack It Up Buttercup is about? Well, I guess not me, but uh, our absolutely. listeners, because I've read the book. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Tracy Thompson is my business partner. We together own the Keystone Mastermind Alliance, and we provide a service called 360 Coaching, where you get both of us, and we are both business coaches but we come from very different perspectives. So I have more of a kind of mindset approach. It, it's fiercely accountable, but, it, but it's supportive. It's, it's patient. Um, it, it's a slightly softer tone, but still, but still has, you know, its edge of badass. Tracy, on the other hand, is, is street smart and um, all about, you know, no nonsense. It, it's, I mean, there's a lot of love there, but it's a lot of tough love. It's a lot of, you know, are we getting it done? Um, so we have two very different voices and approaches that works wonderfully when we're we're coaching clients because they get they get feedback from different mindsets, different perspectives, and they're also held accountable in different ways. So we wrote the book about ten the top ten excuses people give us for not being able to do things, and then <laughs> for each excuse. <laughs> For each excuse or reason, you know, however you want to take it, we then you have you have we have a summary, we have my voice, we have Tracy's voice, and then we have some action items to do to help you get over that barrier and and get closer to what you really want to accomplish in your business and ultimately to make more money. That's awesome. That's awesome, and it's such a quick, easy read, which I think makes it so nice to just like dive in and get to it it makes it easier we to suck it up it, yeah, we intentionally made it very conversational it's just like as if we were speaking to you um and you were joking earlier that i had to say the whole title uh, on my own and that's because um you know tracy's a stronger approach i'm the lighter approach so i always make her say the suck it up part and i say the buttercup part <laughs> Uh, but when I'm on my own, I have to put my you know, I have to be a big girl and say the whole thing. I love that. <laughs> oh goodness, that's awesome! All right, so that is available right now on Amazon, and I believe that's in the show notes. But if it's not, you can just look it up if you go to Amazon. Um, just search "suck it up, Buttercup" 
Or I bet if you search Liz M. Lopez, it will also come up and will probably be shipped to you very quickly because, you know, Amazon's good like that. Amazon right, has so, changed our expectations and how long things should take to get to our home. Yeah, I know. It really has. It's so funny. We were actually just talking about that the other day, how, like, it, now if, like, you hear something's going to take, like, a few weeks, it's like, what's going on? It's not okay. It's not acceptable. <laughs> Which I know is unfortunate, but it's very true. Um, oh, man. So we have talked about so much stuff. Liz, you really, like, you do so much coaching, but about on, like, so I feel like it's, like, so many different topics and areas where you're truly an expert and I love that. Um okay, so I know that you've got you got your ads going for your top resume mistakes. What um what's up for you? What's next on the ads front? Uh, really good really good question. Uh, so within our organization, the Keystone Mastermind Alliance, we have slated some time to build some online courses. We do workshops mm. for our business community every single month, but if you're not local, then you can't attend. And um, I am thankful to say that I have a national footprint, so I have people from other states going, I really would love for you to train me in this, but I you know, I can't make it to Clearwater this week. <laughs> right. Um, so we're going to be building out the online platform, and I believe that the the ad, the Facebook ads is going to be is an amazing lead generator to be able to communicate that that is available and to be able yeah. to make that available to a much broader business community, so they have access to you know high quality affordable training that can be meaningful in their profitability. That's awesome, and it's so easy to run those ads to your warm audience, like your existing audience. And with Facebook, um, your warm audience ends up being a lot bigger than sometimes you think because you've got, you can run those ads to anyone that's engaged with you, um, with you like Liz M. Lopez or you, Keystone Mastermind Alliance, um, on Facebook in the last year, on Instagram in the last year, anyone that's visited any of your websites and anybody that's on any of your email lists as well. And so, I feel like it's such a great way to let people know, even if like, of course, like you're emailing them, like you're posting about it organically, but it's just a way to make sure like, hey, show this in their newsfeed. And a lot of the, the classes that you guys do are awesome. Um, I know that you guys have one coming up for Trello this month, and I'm so sad because I've been using Trello a lot recently, um, and it's such an amazing tool in my business. I'm so excited that I've like started using it, but I'm going to be out of town when you guys are doing it, so I'm not able to attend. So it would also be great for when people are just out of town and not able to come either, right? So I love that. Um, and as our footprint grows, you know, rather than having to, you know, roll around, run around all over the state trying to get to all our members, this allows kind of a centralized way for um, all the membership. Especially, we we have some inquiries out of state that want to build groups and and join join the mastermind organization. So, 
as that happens, then we really need to be able to 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 serve them in a way that that's reachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's so exciting. Oh man, Liz, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you again. It's it's my pleasure. I really have enjoyed the conversation. It's you know when when you're in it and you're doing all the all the little things. Uh, sometimes it's it's kind of fun to take a step back and and talk about just the, the different verticals within within the business and the different ways to serve. And I I count myself very fortunate and I'm and I'm very grateful that I'm able to contribute to others in in this way. That's so exciting. That's awesome. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. And I know I said at the beginning, so this is kind of a funny episode in that I'm recording it before my episode with Amanda tomorrow, but really for all of you listening, you're going to hear it after (laughs) my episode interviewing Amanda because uh, next week during the radio show while it's airing, I'm going to be flying to San Diego. I'm so excited for this. Um, so again, I'm going to Amy Porterfield's event, Entrepreneur Experience, and um, Rachel Hollis is going to be there, which is very interesting. Um, she wrote the book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face. Um, gosh, I feel like Rachel Hollis is kind of everywhere right now. Um, so she's going to be there, and then Stu McLaren is going to be there, who he is known as a uh, memberships guy. And honestly, so I heard him speak when I was up in Toronto for a mastermind, actually. And I, at the time, had no interest at all in running a membership. But then after hearing him, like, things just kind of started percolating, and it was really the inspiration for my Ad Maker Society, which my Ad Maker Society is, if you don't know about it already, it's my monthly membership um, where we have office hours every week, to go in and ask all of your questions around Facebook and Instagram ads. It also actually has a course all around running ads to your warm audience. So you can find out more about that at jenposick.com slash admakers. And when I get back from San Diego, I will definitely be doing an upcoming episode all around um, what I learned there because anytime I go somewhere, I know I'm always learning so much stuff. So, oh my gosh, I feel like today's episode has just been jam-packed. Liz, thank you again for joining me, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.